0: This, this is Pursuing Wholeness. wholeness.
1: On the left to the right Got your 90s groove on Yeah,
0: yeah I hope you guys like the intro to the Pursuing Holdings podcast Welcome um, I'm your co-host Sean McClendon, one of your co-hosts
1: And I'm one of your other
0: co-hosts
1: Veronica McClendon, hosts I do it
0: what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, it's it's real hard to pluralize an "st" word.
0: Yeah, you just gotta go ahead and pull out, push the that extra. Out. I mean,
1: <laughs> you know, I didn't notice that I didn't do that mm-hmm. until we watched Young Frankenstein. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I think, or it was something around then, but um, uh, it was like footsteps, footsteps. No,
0: it's no, not that point. Yeah, scientists. Yeah yeah (laughs)
1: anyway i'm not even that type of person who really watches stuff like that but sean has me watching that stuff every now and then i don't know what you call it
0: yeah shout out to my mom and dad who kind of put put us on that type of stuff mel brooks um that silly stuff yeah but you know it's funny though you know it is that stuff is funny it got it's like that kind of different kind of humor or whatever that you kind of have to well anyway anyway um well thank you guys for joining us for this podcast what was so.
1: up no i guess it's just the, the, the pivot so it's all
2: good oh. it though go
0: ahead <laughs> yeah but um anyway um hope you guys are doing well we're here on recording night. um i hope one day i hope i hope one day we can um you know get a little earlier we, you know usually we, we record this um um, approximately, starting about nine forty-five, which you know, um, I don't know. I prefer a little earlier, but it's all good. It's really kind of the time we can kind of get settled after putting the kids in the bed and all that kind of stuff.
1: Um, you sound discouraged this evening.
0: You <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm I'm tired. I'm I'm actually physically tired, and I guess mentally somewhat as well. But I'm you know I'm good. I'm good.
1: Well, I'm sorry that you are tired like that. It's funny. I mean, I guess not really funny, but it ties into the topic yeah. for the day. Right. Um, I guess, excuse me, sorry, y'all. So, I mean, we, um, I guess with Sean saying that he's tired mentally and physically, we were thinking that today we'll just kind of talk about when we get in that place, how if we kind of take some time to pause, reflect, then we'll often find a solution to the challenges that we're experiencing those things that just keep coming up over and over and we thought it was like a continuation of the last, the last episode where we talked about making that making space for that prep time that silent moment before you go into something actually sitting down at the beginning of your day or um, before you go into a major, task like taking that down time to reflect and actually prepare yourself for what you're doing next and so Mm -hmm. we thought you know we could talk today about how we need to take time like that when we are feeling stressed or overwhelmed and we actually had a situation here earlier where it was just like oh you know it's a lot going on we we need to get this together and this is stressful and it's just too many things we're trying to juggle and why? Right. <laughs> like, there's really no reason for us to be in that place because, like, both Sean and I, were entrepreneurs, so, there's no outside um, boss or anybody telling us that we have to do that. Of course, we both have clients, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that, there's that pressure there, but we're still the ones who own the businesses. Mm-hmm. And then here at home, we set the tone. So, if we, if we want to being stressed and haggard and not have things in place that ain't nobody's fault but ours because there's nobody like making it like this for us and so I think that we have to well I won't say I think but we were realizing that um you know we just take a moment and say okay this thing has been stressing us out a lot it's keep coming up what can we do to like fix it Or to change that trajectory. And we even had, like, we were talking about how our youngest, like, destroys the house with all her toys everywhere. And we said Mm. some of those toys just got to go. Right. Because it don't make sense for us at the end of every day to be stressed trying to get her to clean them up, us trying to clean them up or whatnot, when sometimes they can actually just get out the house or be placed somewhere where she can only access them. At certain times when we say that she can Mm -hmm. But it's like For some reason We allow ourselves sometimes to just get In a place where The same problem keeps happening Over and over and over And we just let it keep happening Over and over and over and it just doesn't have to Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I agree Yeah, you know basically You know y'all Like Veronica was talking about You know my tiredness segueing into this podcast yeah yeah just like she would even what she was just saying now just that's kind of you know we were just kind of talking after <laughs> you know getting the kids in the bed and uh sitting you know wearily at the uh table um <laughs> you know just we we were kind of talking about stuff and um you know i don't know how many of you have seen or follow our instagram page or or the Facebook page for that matter um at pursuing holding's podcast but um I recently put this quote up um by the Delaney sisters I actually read it in that um uh what makes the, the great great yeah what makes the great great book by what's the guy's name mm. um um I see I, it's like I see it but I can't see it yeah but I see yeah his face and everything right what what makes the great great and um you know it's these two elderly sisters you know and they're in 90s or 100s or whatever at that time and they're talking about cutting back on the things that you own because because when you own too much stuff you spend all your time managing it all
1: managing it
0: <laughs> right right exactly managing it you have to you resp- you have to like do stuff with it you got to keep it up you got to put it up Dust and, um, it Right, 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 exactly. And so, you know, I just kind of weary, you know, like having kids and having businesses and all that kind of stuff, it lends itself to having a pretty messy place around here. And I know, like, with me, me personally, it's very, very, very taxing. So, you know, I mean, mentally, it's like whenever stuff is like that, it kind of, like, kind of, like, kind of has me, like, on the edge of, internally and so like I guess like Veronica like you're saying you know why persist in this like literally I don't know like it you know I I, it that kind of has me like I said on the edge a lot of times maybe I'm a little more snappy you know and you know my wife will kind of inform me you know of those times you know when I might be a little occasionally I do (laughs) man but um anyway um but yeah it's like i have this almost anxiousness on the inside because of everything everywhere but when we're talking and veronica was like you know what because i was i i already kind of thought it you know it's like yeah i gotta get rid of stuff man and she was like why why you know why don't you like for real And even though I kind of already had it in my mind mentally when she said that, usually when my wife kind of said something like that, it's like it gives me a whole new level of freedom. So it's like something unlocked on the inside of me. It's like, shoot, we can throw everything (laughs) away. Shoot. Throw (laughs) it. Shoot.
2: You
1: can. I mean, most of the stuff you throw it away, you probably forgot you threw it away. Yeah. I'm thinking now, like, we had this conversation before. Oh, well, really? it was, yeah it was cause it was I was just about unless I just thought it real hard cause I do that sometimes but I was just thinking about how the um our, our, our daughter the youngest room like she her closet and her drawers are filled with clothes she can't wear and some of it is like newborn stuff and it's just like mm-hmm. why is it in there mm-hmm. and I mean I've gone through her drawers and things and so the things is newborn stuff is probably like little blankets and stuff. So it's like stuff that um you feel like, oh, well, I can't get rid of this. But it's like she doesn't need baby blankets anymore. So just get rid of them because she's not using them. And we don't plan on having any more kids. So why we have it? Right. We just hang it on to it. And and then even like that sentimental stuff, like we feel like, oh, well, if I get rid of this, then You know, my so-and-so gave that to me. Or I got this when the baby was three months. But once it's gone, you'll be all right. Like, you're not going to, I mean, there might be cases where you would, but under most circumstances, you're not going to be thinking about it every day. Like, man, I got rid of that blanket. That blanket, man, that blanket. You know, it's it's just, Mm -hmm. if you are like that, that's a little bit out of balance
2: <laughs>
1: so it's like we just have to really evaluate the things we hold on to i know there's a lot of stuff in my closet that i keep mm. don't do that because you'd be the main one saying don't get rid of that don't I mean, get rid you of that because no, you're gonna want it later no, cause and... the
0: thing is you'd be, you know you be getting really good stuff you know but we what you know we had to go too much into that you know this podcast <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs>
1: but yeah it's like you know you be like don't get rid of these clothes because then and then you be saying you don't have nothing to wear but that's because you got rid of stuff i'm like look mm. I, i'm not gonna be wearing nothing that i had 15 years ago anyway you know i know you would but i'm not
0: no i don't think you have any I don't think you've ever had anything that old you know at least since you've been with me you know because it's just not your you know your thing you know it, it won't but it won't be that old that older stuff or whatever but, you know it'd be stuff that you know
1: I guess you know styles change and your your approach to what you wear change like as, as I get older then I um some stuff I just don't like wearing anymore but um anyway but yeah I think that we can kind of go through things like and it would be freeing <laughs> I always I like going. I'm I'm ready to. I feel like after this podcast, I'm gonna go and get rid of some stuff. Cause I just I like getting rid of stuff. But um, yeah. But yeah, it's like we um, like I guess we just kind of get caught up in the daily routine that we forget that sometimes the solutions are very simple,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we think, okay, I gotta have all this time to figure it out, and I gotta, I don't know what it is but the answer is a lot of times right there in front of us but we can't see it because we're so caught up in the situation like we talked about last time
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah i guess the thing is you know i know me i'm i'm definitely yeah yeah we do hear our two-year-old who's supposed to be asleep um having a great time you know but anyhow um, it's nighttime. That's why I say it, y'all. I mean, but I guess I said that earlier. But anyhow, um, you know, I'm kind of like a creature of, of serious habit. <laughs> yeah. And, and of course my wife kind of like, you know, enjoys hearing me say that stuff because, you know, I'm sure she thinks I take it too far sometimes that I'm kind of stiff and, you know, I don't know. But, but anyhow, I'm i I'm a creature of extreme habit. And so a lot of times I'm the type of person who likes to kind of like put something in motion and kind of roll with it or whatever. And, um, you know, we just kind of have some situations, you know, like, for example, like some of the stuff with the kids trying to get them to where they're a little more organized. And, you know, again, we've already talked about how we know part of our solution with that is to kind of get rid of some of their stuff. But anyway, I kind of will roll with something for a bit. I kind of keep on trying to do it, and then, of course, it's not necessarily working, but I'm still trying, and then I'm, I don't know, and so I, I kind of am in, I end up being in this perpetual state of, um, like I said, somewhat anxiousness and.
1: Discontent.
0: Yeah, I'd be discontent, I get—I guess i will be getting worn out or whatever, you know, and um, I don't know, It's it's not fun, it's not fun at all.
1: Well, you know, I think that those feelings that we have, it's like a, it's like our bodies, our souls, our spirits saying something's not right. Something's not right. And I think that we too often just feel like we got to plow through it. Oh, well, you know, I feel this, but I got to do this tomorrow and I got to do that and I got to wake up and do it. It's like we just kind of go back and just continue doing what we always do and our spirits are saying you need to take some time and really like reflect on this thing mm-hmm. and really like put some things into motion that can help you to not be in this place anymore it's like we we contribute to our own misery mm-hmm. it just doesn't have to be that way mm-hmm. but we just kind of get complacent and you know this is just how it is i know we were um there's this woman um i think it's beauty and herbal tea I can't remember her, um, her, I guess her social media handle, but, um, this woman I follow on Instagram and she was telling her story of how she became an herbalist or, um, yeah, how she, how she started to, to pursue her herbal business and, um, and, or like her health and, um, whatever I describe, but she was telling the story about it. And basically she was like working a full-time job and she was also getting her master's and she had some other things going on and um i think it was in the midst of the pandemic and so she just like got really overwhelmed and was dealing with some depression and finally she was like i quit it all (laughs) she quit her job Mm -hmm. and she quit school and she started to pursue her herbal tea business and like kind of building up this herbal business and teaching others how to be herbalists and things like that and it's like she seemed really happy and energetic about it but it's like she got to a place where it was just building up and all the things that were her responsibilities she just decided she was done
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and we can do that like we we often think like My job is doing this and I got school, I got deadlines. I got to do this, I got to do that. And I can't find my way out and we get all stressed about it. And sometimes the answer is just stop and it'll be okay. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It might not be comfortable the whole time and it might be a little scary, but we can do that. It's our life. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So I think that we, um, we too often think that we're stuck in a place and we're not really stuck. It's just that we're not willing to come up with a creative solution out of it.
0: Right. And I guess even kind of getting to the heart of what we're talking about again, that we don't necessarily give ourselves a chance to kind of stop and really think about, mm-hmm. think about what's going on and kind of think about what we're doing. Cause you, you know, you kind of, you kind of, you kind of know what's going on, but then you don't necessarily have full clarity because you haven't stopped. Um, or you don't really have full clarity or, or, on like what you need to um what you need to do, um, I guess because that even that you know that kind of stuff goes back to, you know, when I left my recent you know employment, and um, you know, I even well yeah, so I just leave it there. But when I left my recent employment and um, all the thought that had gone into it, you know, and just kind of like. I had several times in my day to day that I would like, I would often kind of go take a walk whenever I was at work, cause, you know, to kind of get moving from sitting at a desk all day and get sunlight since I didn't have any windows in my building. And I just kind of think like, um, man, I gotta do something. I gotta get out of here. But, um, you know, but I will say over <laughs> over the years it took to make the decision, I did have several times i mean a lot of comments conversa- we had several conversations um and um you know and 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 different kind of like reflection reflective moments when i would take walks and and stuff like that I, it probably you know i probably could have made the decision a lot quicker than i did but again i'm a creature of extreme habit and so i kind of was like continuing to go because again some certain things weren't in place but I guess what I'm saying is I did take time to kind of think about it. And I kept on having to take time because I guess I'm such a prepare preparer or whatever. And I was trying to think through every single nuance. But then it finally got to the point where I knew, I mean, you really, there's nothing else to really think about at this point. Just go ahead and take the faith step. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, again, saying all that to say, like, you really do kind of have to have a moment where you actually kind of stop and think about it. Otherwise, you either just either just kind of keep on. Well, I just say you keep on plowing through, and then you just be very, very discontent, and that's you know that just kind of leads nowhere, nowhere good.
1: Yeah, we always think that in order to make progress, we have to like take action. We don't realize that make you make a lot of progress just by thinking about something. Mm-hmm. I um. I remember I started to think about that a lot with, um, my law practice and, um, a couple of the coaches that I listen to or work with now work with the coaching company. Now, um, they talk about like thinking about your business (laughs) or thinking about your cases or whatever it is. And I realized that I don't do a lot of thinking just like sitting there and just being like all right what's my business about or what what, this workflow i'm trying to build what needs to go into it and i don't know like it's like we just i just feel like all right because even the other day it's funny thinking about it from the workflow perspective i was working on this software that i recently purchased and um it's supposed to automate my intake system so that When somebody comes on then they go through and it's like all the emails come through one after other when they're supposed to come and and there's like less work required of me Mm -hmm. and um i was like okay well i need to to make some edits to this workflow so i just went on to the software and started making changes and then i was like oh i need to change this and I did, let me, let me make this tweak. And it's like I ended up deleting <laughs> like all this stuff that I had either mm-hmm. done that day or I had done before. I deleted <laughs> it because it's like I had to go and make, I had put something in the workflow and I said, oh, I want to take it out. And when I took it out, everything that was <laughs> already it. under it got deleted as well. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was so frustrating. Like, cause I spent a long time Trying Mm -hmm. to figure that out thinking, I'm gonna go in here and do this real quick because Mm -hmm. it'll help me to not have to focus on this and I can focus on other things. But all of that work and time was pretty much lost Mm -hmm. because I didn't do the pre-thinking. I was kind of working on it as I went. And so then I had to keep making these sudden changes and it cost me the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so I said, next time what I'm gonna do is sit down with some paper and a pen, right. and write out the steps, mm-hmm. do the tweaking on the paper, mm-hmm. and then just go to the software. And just boop,
0: boop, 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 mm-hmm. boop. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, that's that's um. Were you were you done? Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, it's true. That's something that I know that I'm I'm pretty bad at, cause I'm very much I'm also a very action oriented person. I mean, I think about stuff a lot. I I, I am I'm definitely a thinker, but but I am very action oriented and whenever I'm ready to take action, I just kind of go ahead and do it, you know. And sometimes, you know, it's one of the things that <laughs> it's one of the things my wife and I have kind of talked about because she tends to be very, very detailed. And sometimes, you know, she kind of, you know, she'll kind of have a lot of things that she thinks about, and, eh, you know, eh, you know, it's all good. It's you good know. enough. Yeah, you know, which, you know, again, sometimes you do need to take action, you know sometimes, sometimes you, do. you do but um but but anyway I I, I definitely agree that I am um, kind of don't necessarily always take that time to kind of really think about what I'm doing like even I say right before I do it mm-hmm. you know like even for example you know I'm you know um gr- continuing to continuing to develop my tutoring business and one thing, that I want to do better at than I do, which I do okay, but I'm not doing yet how I want to. It's like really, really kind of thinking about, for example, what I want math swap tutoring to represent. What, you know, like really kind of thinking about that, you know, because the thing, you know, think about entrepreneurship. That's not something that I really heard, heard until like, more recently that you just kind of like really kind of sit back and think about what kind of impact you want to make. It's just kind of more so you kind of think, okay, start job, make money. You know, that is all, you know, that, you know, that's all you think about. You just kind of think about just doing stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, but you kind of think about people talking about, like I said, what kind of impact you want to make and, you know, who you want to reach. And I admit, you know, even when I kind of start to think about that stuff, you know it was, and even sometimes this day still is kind of fluffy and feathery to me, kind of like, you know, huh, you know, who has time for all that and what does that even mean? You know, but I do realize it has to be important because um because again, if you never take the time to think about it, you're just gonna be stuck just doing just this certain kind of you just doing the work, you never really think about how you do it, whether or not it's actually as effective as it can be. And I would even kind of venture to say like, I feel like if I'm really serious about making an impact, if I don't do this, then I don't really, I don't know and I, I think I said something like this last podcast, maybe I don't really care enough mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, it's like if I really, really wanna make an impact when in how I'm tutoring kids or how my organization reaches kids and whatnot and, and others who need help in math, maybe I don't care Enough. I'm just kind of like doing it. It doesn't mean that I don't necessarily have some passion behind there, but I never really spend my time really kind of thinking about the how. I just kind of do it mm-hmm. and just kind of hope, you know, that it works.
1: Yeah, and you know, there are people out there who who actually think about what their products and their services are going to do. I was um listening to a a podcast. Or something, some radio show, something on NPR today, and they were talking about how a lot of people like to complain about Jeff Bezos and or Bezos and um how he has some big yacht and he gets to do all these fancy things and there's this big um wealth divide where you know the difference between rich and poor is becoming very vast. There's a lot more distance between them, and people complain about that, but. They like the products that these folks are producing. It's yeah. like you, like he said, you still want your groceries delivered from Amazon. So why are you going to be mad that Jeff Bezos is um, making so much money? Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. actually had a vision for something and you bought into it. So mm-hmm. if you don't like it, then stop buying his stuff. Right. And, and it's like we, we too often like don't realize how much these folks with these huge companies are shaping our world. Mm-hmm. Facebook has shaped our world. Instagram has shaped our world. All of these things. And it's not by accident.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny you say all that. Because um, I don't know if you see that on the bottom of our the wall there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to. um.
1: You should take a picture of that show, folks, Show.
0: Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. I, I've been listening a whole lot recently to the Secrets to Success podcast, Eric Thomas and CJ and Carl and Jamal and and one thing that Eric Thomas was saying was that millionaires think, you know like specifically when you look at the way that millionaires are people who, who have wealth, when you look at the way that they live their lives, they spend their time not so much working but they spend their time actually thinking you know, and like even when you mentioned Bezos and all that kind of stuff, you know I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying anything about, you know, you know, his merit or his values or anything like that. I'm not speaking on any of that. But, like, I guess just thinking about people like that, they probably have really thought about, they thought about what they want to do and where they want to go. And a lot of, you know, perhaps a lot of us who, you know, aren't necessarily in that state, maybe we, we kind of more so, and maybe perhaps we already more so see ourselves as those who just kind of react to what other people are are doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, perhaps it's just indicative of um, there needing to be a shift in how we approach the world. That we kind of actually spend more of our time not just working and reacting, but like actually kind of thinking about our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about our lives and thinking about where we want to go, and again, what impact we want to make. Or whatever, you know. Again, for example, you talked about people kind of hating on folks like him. It's like, okay, well, like, what kind of difference can you make in mm-hmm. the world or whatever? Like, why don't you kind of think about that?
1: Right. Like, what what is your vision? If you don't like their vision, then what's yours? Do right. you have something that's better? Mm-hmm. And if you do, what are you doing to bring it about? I think a lot of times we, we spend our time complaining and, and fighting against what other people are doing, but we don't really, I don't know, you might have just said this, but we don't really take the time to think what, what our role is and what we're actually building and creating. Mm-hmm. It's like we're resisting what has been created instead of creating our own. Right. And I think that, because um, that was even something that um, kind of talked about with someone today, where it's like, why is this space being made for people of color like why aren't ev- why isn't everyone welcome and i think and it's like okay first of all everybody is welcome it's not like a thing that's like everybody's not welcome for this particular space they are referring to mm-hmm. but it's a space specially created for people of color because a lot of the other spaces are not created for people of color mm-hmm. and it's not like you know it's not saying that everybody Every race has to have their own thing, but there are certain characteristics and things that people of different groups, whether it's race or um, gender, age, religion, whatever, they have certain things that they want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. And so instead of complaining that this space is not offering it, what's wrong with creating your own space that right. offers what you want? Mm-hmm. And if the people that's at the other space want to come to your space, that's fine. But don't get mad because I've created a space for people like me Mm -hmm. and who like the things I like and who want to do things the way I want to do things. And so instead of us just saying, I don't like what they're doing. They're just making the rich richer. Why don't we do something to make the poor richer? Instead of just always trying to grab at their pockets. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I don't know Jeff Bezos' story. I don't know... um, um, The names are just slipping me. I want to say names, but I can't remember. What, Musk? Yeah, Musk. Elon Musk. I don't know what his story is all the way. I don't know what um, the computer guy. Why am I Bill Bill Gates? Gates. Yeah, I don't know why (laughs) I'm just stuck. um, The one over Apple, uh, Steve Steve. Jobs. I don't know their whole stories, Mm -hmm. but they had a vision for what they wanted to see in the world, and they made it happen. Uh, and the reason why I say I don't know their stories is because they could have been poor, they could have been disadvantaged, they could have had whatever issues. But there were people who had a vision. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people, you know, maybe those are not the guys. But there are people who were poor, who were coming from single-parent homes, and who did have racial discrimination, and who didn't have all the access to the education. But it's the vision for their world, for the world that drove them. Mm-hmm. and they say i want to see it mm-hmm. but to so many of us lack vision we lack right. that that like what do i want to see we don't take the time to really think what kind of world do i want a lot of times we say well i don't want that world well i don't want that in my world instead of saying this is the kind of world i do want mm-hmm. what does the picture look like
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's really good That that's that's definitely like a um you've kind of like, you've kind of zeroed in on some, I guess a really important concept, I guess, with this, uh, I guess, vision. You know, when you think about it, it that's 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 what a lot of this kind of comes down to, just kind of like having a vision for for life and, and that you continually think about, you nurture it, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you know where you're going. I mean, you when you mention all those, you know, billionaires and stuff. You made me think about even like, even like some of these very well-known athletes and stuff, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Jordan and, and Kobe and, and, and people like them. And people talk about their work ethics. And then you kind of look back at these people's lives and you kind of see they had like vision about where they wanted to be. And it wasn't, it wasn't just, it wasn't even just a lot of times that they just wanted to play. It wasn't just simply wanting to play basketball and make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It was like really, it was like a, a very deep desire to be great in the craft.
1: Like the best.
0: Right. The absolute best, you know, and to the, I mean, it, it, and sometimes I kind of wonder like, how, where, where did these people get this mindset from so early in their lives?
2: Mm hmm
0: but um but yeah like you just kind of see some of the relent relentlessness of again some of the athletes that i mentioned and how i mean they would do things that in my mind are like unprecedented and almost kind of seem excessive you know but it was because they really 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 were invested mentally um in getting better at their game or whatever so they would you know spend hours and hours before and after the rest of the team players got to the court, just perfecting a jump shot or dribbling skills. Or you look at Steph Curry and he uses all this technology and, you know, he'll, he'll be, he'll be dribbling in a a basketball while at the same time throwing a tennis ball and all this kind of stuff to have like extremely good um, hand eye coordination because he's, his handles are incredible. Like his dribbling is incredible. But it's because he has a very, 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 very deep desire to, like, be extremely good at the game. But yeah. you can't just do that without. You can't do that without actually really kind of thinking about the, having a vision for where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And you're right. That's why That's why you know you just kind of know so many of us in this world. You know, we have so much potential on the inside of us that we never tap into because all mm-hmm. we do is spend our lives reacting. It's like that part of us is dormant. We don't have vision, you know, Mm -hmm. without vision, you know, the people perish, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Yeah. So like, well, one thing I thought about um, (laughs) when you were talking is uh, what we watched after the last episode, the uh, C.T. Fletcher, My Magnificent Obsession, (laughs) of course, you know, it's (laughs) parental advisory. (laughs) Yeah,
0: strongly, strongly um, advised.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's. I mean, basically, he's just saying like growing big arms was his <laughs> magnificent obsession like he he was obsessed with that he mm-hmm. wanted to see it happen so he was gonna do everything he could to make it happen and like we it, it even made me think about this um while i was listening to this how i built this episode a little earlier and um the woman on there was saying that her father when she was trying to decide what she wanted to do because she was like in a place where She was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like with her job, she was like, I can't, I'm tired of this life. And, um, she remembered where her father was like, get one thing in life that you get really, really, really good at just one thing. And so she like kind of was thinking, what can my one thing be regardless of if it's like something I enjoy or something that I'm really good at, but like, what's the one thing that I can focus on and then really become good at it. And that kind of goes into that episode we were talking about, the um, strengths versus weaknesses. Oh, yeah. But um, it's like, what what do we want to see? And what are we willing to put our energy into? Like, really? Like, okay, I want to see this. I want to see this. And so I'm willing to commit the time and the energy and the resources to make this thing happen. Instead of, like, looking and saying, I don't like this. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you... Say, I don't like this. But then you instantly take that energy and flip it and say, well, what do I like? Mm -hmm. What do I want to see? And like, don't even think about what you don't want to see. Just focus your eyes on what you do. Like that book that I just finished reading. It said, when you focus on what you don't want, you attract more of it. Because it's like, that's what your attention is focused on. So instead of focusing on what you don't want, you just turn your head and look at what you do want. And you put all of your energy, your focus, and your attention on that thing. And it's going to come to pass because you're putting everything you have toward it Mm -hmm. and you're attracting it to you.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So I think we really have to think, like, anytime we feel that I don't like this feeling, we need to ask ourselves, well, what do I like? Well, what do I want? Mm-hmm. And how can I get it? Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We we have to be. We really have to like. I don't. I don't know. We really have to like see all these things as possibility. Like we, you know, we have to. We have to like. We have to have faith. Really. You really mm-hmm. have to. You really have to like open your mind to to the possibilities out there. You know, and um. And, and think even kind of like more so beyond yourself. I think a lot of times we kind of like, we have this limited ability, I mean, not limited ability, but we have this limited mindset about what is possible, or what I even say like what we can do or what can happen. I guess it's like the name Gideon popped in my mind, you know, where, you know, this dude, you know, God, you know, called him to lead his army or whatever called him a mighty man of valor but he immediately was thinking about you know you know he immediately began to list out all the reasons why this was like you know he wouldn't be he wasn't gonna be that guy right he wasn't gonna be the one who you know who that stuff was accomplished through or whatever but um, but you know of course God reassured him and gave him signs and all this kind of stuff and and ultimately he helped him to kind of see past Himself and helped him to kind of realize, you know, that he was God was going to be the one to do stuff. All that all getting had to do is believe and show his belief by taking the actions that God directed him to take, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. I guess I'm kind of like, I guess it's kind of really making me think a whole lot. I'm like, you know, you know, uh, one thing, one thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, I already have some things that I'm working on or whatever, but thinking about all this stuff kind of really makes me evaluate a lot of, I guess the main thing I know with me is I don't think enough, I still don't take enough time to really kind of think about where I'm headed or where, or where we even are mm-hmm. headed, you know.
1: Right, and it's easy to um, kind of find yourself in that place when um you don't have as many external motivators, it's like, cause now you have to really like decide what it's going to be from yourself. Like we, we work for ourselves and we do a lot of the things that we do for ourselves. We homeschool our children and this is a lot that we just do on our own. And so it's like, we don't have something saying your your kids, you know, kids in school, they got to get A's. So they got to go and do this work, these projects, whatever. I got to get the promotion on the job and this and that. that. It's like, we kind of have to set our own, what are our own markers of success and like work toward those things, but be intrinsically motivated because it's nobody that's saying that I'm going to take something from you if you don't do it. The worst thing, I mean, we might not get clients and things like that, which is, you know, (laughs) essentially Mm. saying you're not going to be having a business. Mm. But, um, But still, like just getting clients is not enough motivation. You have to have something that's right. bigger right. than wanting clients. because p- There's people out there who will hire you. But they may not be people you want and they may not be people who, when you help them, yes, you make a difference. Mm. So it's like we have to be, decide what are our markers of success.
0: Yeah, you said you said some stuff right there. That's good. <laughs> that's real good.
1: Alright, well, I hope that um, y'all leaving this is encouraged as we're leaving it. Let's go out and Create the world we want to see.
0: Have vision.
1: Take care, y'all.
0: Pursuing Wholeness is a back-to-basics health and wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life Oil Flow.